All around us are people who've struggled and succeeded. Now they're changing their lives and the world around them in their own unique ways. Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies bring you these stories and more from the people who make things happen. This is Success Insight. Welcome to Success Insight, where we tell the stories and successes of people you know and some people you may not know. My name is Randy Ford. Our guest today is David DuPont, who's the president of SureStep.com. David, thanks for being on Success Insight. Pleasure to be here. First, tell us, I guess, tell us what, what SureStep is. SureStep is a safety step stool that I designed back in 1992 was the first revision, I guess, or the first step that I designed. And it's a safety step stool originally designed to help mechanics work on larger trucks and vehicles because trucks come in all different shapes and sizes and so do the mechanics that work on them. And so I designed a, uh, an adjustable step stool for mechanics to use to work on trucks. And it's adjustable by stacking one step on top of the other, uh, which is the, the most... Um, I guess, unique design and efficient design that we could come up with. You have been working on cars almost your whole life. <laughs> yes, I have. How old were you, you think, when, when uh, you first started working with your dad on cars? I can't remember how old I was. That's how long ago it was. But um, my mom tells stories about me helping my dad working on the car when I was very, very young maybe four years old, he would wow. be working on the car and I would chase to get tools. And so uh, my mom said this one day, it was almost like a Norman Rockwell picture. She looked out the front window and uh, the car is driven up on the curb and there's this big set of feet sticking out from underneath it. And right next to it's this little set of feet sticking out underneath it, which was me and my dad working on the, him working on the car, me watching him work on the car. And he, you were helping out? Yeah, I, starting out, I, uh, I was just waiting for my dad to say, hey, I need this next tool, and I would run and get it for him. But I learned, I, you know, just by watching, you learn a lot about how things were put together. And I was always very intrigued with how things were put together from a very young age. Uh, my, my parents told me that I was taking things apart um, at, at three years old when I probably shouldn't have been. And then you, you got the entrepreneurial bug too. And you were telling me you started, uh, started mowing lawns in the neighborhood. But that was pretty young too. Yes, I was probably in first or second grade. And wow. um, following my dad's lead, we would, we would go around the neighborhood, somebody would throw away an old lawnmower and we'd pick it up, and repair it. And I'd use it to mow yards. So, you know, I, I enjoyed uh, most of the people I mowed were, um, friends of our family and they were much older and um, got to know them much better. They knew me. And so it was, yeah, um, I think I charged $4 a yard to mow the front and the backyard back then. So you know, that was big money for a kid. <laughs> that was big money. What, what did you spend that on? Do you remember? Oh, candy. <laughs> Gum. You know, things I shouldn't have been spending yeah. it on. <laughs> the things that kids spend their money on. It, it right. makes sense. <laughs> So then you you stayed in auto repair for a little while. You you got into it enough that you you made that a job, right? Yes, um, actually worked for several auto repair shops, 
and uh, tried my hand a couple of times at running my own shop. And when I moved back to Houston in 1990, I think it's 90 or 91, I, uh, I worked for a couple of other shops. And then I said, you know what? I think I can do it better. And so I think I'm going to open my own shop. I knew of a location and knew the owner that would let me come in and treat me right. And so I tried it and you know, you learn a lot of things um, like how to get your first customer. <laughs> Which is how to tell us how do you so, get your first customer? 1993, June 3rd, I opened the doors for what was at the time Oak Forest Automotive and uh, sat there at my desk and said, great i got a business <laughs> where are the customers so i took i had some cards made up and i went to the local business park which was about a half mile away from the shop and walked to every business talked to whoever was sitting behind the desk at every single business in that park and handing out my cards, letting them know I was there. And I picked up my first three accounts for commercial business by doing that. Do you remember how it felt when that first car pulled in? Well, when it came in a couple of hours later, because of the cards I handed out, I said, I, I think I'm onto something here. So yeah, you know, how can I get more customers like this? But I, unfortunately, I didn't learn that lesson until a few years later. Where did the idea for SureStep come along? So the idea for SureStep came along in 1992, just before I opened my shop. I was working at another shop, tuning up a four-wheel drive vehicle, and got seven of the spark plugs out very easily. And the last spark plug was way in the back of the engine compartment. And so I had to get a longer extension. And with the longer extension, I needed to get a longer handle on the extension so I could try and break that spark plug loose. So I pushed on it a couple of times. And mind you, I'm standing on a plastic milk crate because it's a four-wheel drive truck. Right. I'm standing on a plastic milk crate. I've gotten the other seven out very easily and I'm trying to break this last one loose and I put some force on it and I went okay that's not enough and I put some more force and I went okay I'm gonna really have to push hard on this so I pushed really hard on the bar and it popped loose and sent me flying off of a milk crate the milk crate went one way I went the other I cut myself up and I said oh no I don't ever want this to happen again how do I fix this problem and so that's where the idea for sure stuff Born. I decided that I was going to make the first sure step. It was an L-shaped step that um, went down the engine compartment, the side of one engine compartment across the front of the truck. And the second one would do the same on the opposite side. I made them so you could stack them because trucks and mechanics come in different shapes and sizes. And so um, once I, I, I did that, the next question was, how do I sell these things? And that is a different approach than taking cards around to every business, right? Yeah, taking cards and knowing exactly where you, you know, okay, this this is a delivery company. They have trucks. Yeah, handing a card to these people might work. You've got a product and you, you know the mechanic can use it. How do you get them to buy your product? That was huge and I knew nothing. So I was pretty scared. What did you do? started getting help. The I started the corporation. I got this product and, and I realized that nothing was going to happen if I didn't sell products. So I had to get some help figuring out how to sell products because I've never sold before. So I, I went to the SBA. I went, okay, small business administration. Surely they can help a small business guy like me. 
Uh, the University of Houston had a program where they had um, small business development centers around at the uh, community colleges around the Houston area. Uh, I got set up and went and visited with Mike Henry, who was my advisor. Uh, back then. And I met with him once a month for probably two years. And so that one relationship led to another relationship, led to other relationships. And I just can't tell you enough about how none of this could have happened if I hadn't said, hey, I need to get help. People sometimes, though, aren't uh, willing to, to ask for help. Yeah. And, and what a shame. What a shame. I see it all the time. I think the business, the, the uh, typical business person is too proud to ask for help if I can't figure it out. And I almost got caught in that trap. Had it not been for my wife for my auto repair shop, I, I, I thought my two businesses were very different. And really and truly, every business is the same when it comes to marketing. You, you have a, either a product or a service, and then you're, you're trying to get customers, and you want to build a relationship with those customers. And really, that's what every business wants to do. Right. So um, I, I couldn't have done it without the help that I got. And, and as I alluded to, after I met Mike Henry, he suggested that I join the Greater Houston Partnership uh, because they had a program going on called the CEO Roundtable. And so in the CEO Roundtables, I met all these other business people. And, and one of those business people gave me a ticket to a Peter Lowe's success seminar. And that's where I met my marketing mentor, Dan Kennedy. And through Dan Kennedy and his group, I've met you guys. And, and that was 20 years ago when I met Dan Kennedy in 1999. Sure step helps a lot more people than just mechanics, right? Talk about some of the other people uh, who, who, I guess some of the other problems that sure step helped solve for other people. So I started out as a mechanic. I designed a mechanic step stool through the Kennedy inner circle at the time. Um, I, I went to one of their, you know, a couple of times a year, they had big conferences. This was a super conference. And I um, ran into a guy named Perry Marshall. And Perry Marshall is, was at the time like the guru of Google AdWords. And he understood more about it than anybody else. And so I bought his program and started using his tactics to advertise the sure step mechanic step on Google AdWords. Well, I started getting a lot of orders from around the country, from different businesses, corporations. They were starting to use them for all different things, uh, for elevating employees on assembly lines and um, conveyor systems. And, and then over the course of about six months, I noticed that um, five or six retirement communities had ordered our product. But they had all shipped it back because we give a 60-day no questions at guarantee. And so I was like, oh, that's very interesting that five or six would order the same product and every single one of them would ship it back. So I got on the phone and I called them and I asked them why. And they said, oh, we found your product. We saw it. The pictures, it looked, oh, it's so bright and yellow that our seniors can see it. And I said, okay. Oh, and it looked so safe and sturdy. But it was heavy duty, so we knew that they weren't going to be scared to get on it. I said, okay. And they said, and it didn't have any legs. Most all the other step stools have legs. And I said, well, what's the problem with legs? And he said, well, if our seniors are using it, sometimes they'll get their foot caught underneath the step, thinking they have, that, they have their foot on top of it, and they'll step forward and they'll fall. I've seen it happen several times. But I said, what are you trying to do? And they said, well, we're trying to elevate our uh, senior residents to get on our transportation bus. I said, oh, okay. And I said, well, what'd you ship it back for? And they said, 
It was too tall. Really? That was all the problem. No, the no legs thing was perfect because they can't get their leg caught underneath it. And I was like, okay, cool. What were you using before? What worked? What didn't work? Um, what's the distance? What are you trying to accomplish? And then I talked to a physical therapist at one of the retirement communities and she said six inches. And I said six inches because the distance from the ground to the first step on the bus was usually about 13, 12 to 13 inches. And I was kind of torn between six or seven inches. And she said six inches. And I said, why? And she said that after hip or knee replacement, the very first physical therapy we want them to do is stair-stepping six inches. And I said, okay, six inches it is. So I created a step that was only six inches high, same design as the mechanic step, and now it has become my bestseller. It's called the senior step. It's amazing what's happened. And so that kind of helps both seniors, not only seniors, but in the transportation industry, we've got aircraft and buses and trains. And so a lot of passengers use our products to get on those different types of transportation vehicles. More seniors have falls than we think. Oh, um, yeah. So my mom was 81 years old and took a fall. And I... I, I, I know she took the fall and she didn't have to. And so um, after I designed the senior step, I, I got interested, very interested in senior life and what, you know, especially since I have a mom that's, you know, in her 80s, you know, what can you do to help seniors not fall? And so I wrote a book because I, I was I'm very passionate about it after my mom fell and I didn't think this should happen to anybody else. And so I wrote a book that's called Seniorology, The Ultimate Guide to Keep Seniors Safe from Slips, Trips, and Falls. And it's all about using your senses if you're going to be around seniors to remove the trip hazards that are in your house or wherever the senior is. And so I think that seeing, well, these statistics are alarming. Seniors that are over the age of 71, at all 50% of them, it usually leads to death, uh, injury that leads to death or death immediately. Uh, it, it's just staggering. So I said, okay, prevention is the key here. And so that's why I wrote my book, which is really just a guide to help people keep their seniors safe from that slip or trip or fall that can change their life. You mentioned Dan Kennedy and being a follower of, of his work. What, uh, what have you gotten from that? Dan Kennedy is probably known in most marketing circles as the grandfather of direct marketing. And he, he believes that if you cannot measure a marketing dollar spent, don't spend it. And he teaches you and everybody that thinks that they have, that their business is different because that's what everybody says. I can't do that because my business is different. And, and that's where he gets the, he's given himself the moniker, the no BS marketing advisor. That's kind of who he is, the no BS guy. One of the things we always ask on Success Insight is for, for you to, to give a recommendation of something, of anything that maybe I don't know about or, or our listeners. I, I recently spent a lot of time in the hospital a year ago, and I learned a lot of things. And so I've been very passionate about learning why I got so sick. And the course of action has taken me 
has opened doors to me that previously I ignored, which is um, holistic health as opposed to um, what we have in our health system today, which is the system of fixing the symptom, not fixing the problem. And so if, if I had one thing that I could share with everybody, it would be question every single drug that any doctor says you have to take and do the research on the drug and find alternatives because the information is out there. You just have to look for it. Our guest today has been David DuPont from surestep.com. The book is Seniorology, the ultimate guide to keep seniors safe from slips, trips, and falls. How can people find you, David? They can reach out to me via LinkedIn, David DuPont on LinkedIn, or they can check out our website which is www.surestep.com, and that's spelled S-H-U-R-E hyphen S-T-E-P.com. David, thanks again. We'll hope we'll uh, get to talk to you again down the road. We'll see everybody next time on Success Insight. Success Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies.